0: Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show, the show that talks about what you actually care about. Minutes after each live stream is completed, the Doc Washburn Show podcast is available for download at all your favorite podcast platforms. The Doc Washburn Show is on Twitter and Facebook, and you can email us at com. This is episode 107 of the all new Doc Washburn Show. It's Monday, March 14th, 2022. Mitt Romney calls Tulsi Gabbard, former congresswoman, a traitor. Regarding her claim about bioweapons in Ukraine, her response is coming up. But first, yes, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. Yes, it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. No, my old employer wouldn't allow me to say that on the radio. And, yes, there's all kinds of evidence out there that a lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. And, yes, we must keep the January 6th political prisoners in our prayers. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We are unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Now, I'm running for governor of Arkansas for the Republican nomination. I think it's pretty obvious to anybody who's paying attention that whoever gets the Republican nomination will be the governor. If you would like to support my campaign for the Republican nomination for governor, just go to electdocwashburn.com and you can contribute there. A friend of mine told me over the weekend, he said, a friend of his told him, Okay, we understand why we don't want Sarah. She won't talk about the issue. She keeps endorsing people who've said horrible things about Donald Trump. But, Doc, what are you going to do? Why should we support you? And that came as kind of a shock to me because I thought I'd been talking about this a lot. But maybe I've been talking about it more in personal appearances than on the podcast. So let me just run through a few things that I plan to do if you elect me governor, and then we'll get on to uh, Mitt Romney and Tulsi Gabbard and bioweapons labs in the Ukraine. If you elect me governor of Arkansas, I'll replace mandates with freedom. No more forced masks, no more forced vaccinations. you elect me governor of Arkansas, I'll begin immediately working to eliminate the personal state income tax, State capital gains taxes, state personal property taxes, and get rid of taxes on the sale of used cars, because so they've already been taxed when they were new, and pay for it by cutting the size of government instead of increasing other taxes. If you elect me governor of Arkansas, I'll make this state the safest place in America for children born and unborn. Okay? Also, I'll uphold our Second Amendment rights, signing a clear constitutional carry bill into law. Sign a bill to require public schools to put all their curricula online and install closed-circuit security cameras in all public school classrooms. You, like me, Governor of Arkansas, will launch the initiative to fund students, not school systems, a real revolution of school choice for all parents and students. I'll overhaul our child welfare system. Parents' rights must be protected. Child welfare workers will be required to wear body cams and inform parents of their Miranda rights. No more barging into homes without a warrant. If you like me, Governor of Arkansas, I'll fire the director of the Arkansas Department of Health and the Arkansas Surgeon General, and replace them with competent medical professionals who will encourage Arkansas hospitals and doctors to actually treat people who catch COVID-19. Somebody told me the other day, well, doc, they're just following the CARES Act. How much thing they can do about that? And I'm like, oh, kind of reminds me of we were just following order when people were killed because people are being killed because of Arkansas hospitals and doctors refusing to treat them when they get COVID. If you like me, Governor of Arkansas, I'll establish an office to make sure our veterans get all the federal benefits they're entitled to. I'll have nursing homes and assisted living centers inspected often to make sure our cherished senior citizens aren't being abused. I'll fight to stop the 50-year liberal assault on students in our public schools and universities. State-funded institutions should be places of education, not indoctrination. I'll start a complete conservative makeover of all state agencies. We believe in individual liberty and freedom in the state. It's about time our state government reflects our values. Because so many of them don't. You ever heard of the Division of Environmental Health? Our farmers have. That's a state agency that makes life miserable for farmers. That's going to stop if you like me, Governor. I'll also make sure violent criminals stay incarcerated and parole absconders are immediately reincarcerated. I'll ensure the integrity of our levees, bridges, and other infrastructure. To protect our Kansans, I'll begin public pension fund stabilization by bringing transparency on the true financial health of all state-funded public pensions. Got to make them solvent. And I'll sign a bill to stop your city or county from holding tax-raising special elections that you don't hear about in the middle of the year. We'll move them all to Election Day so you can vote against tax increases. Just so you know... Some of the things, some of the things I'm planning to do if you elect me governor of the state of Arkansas. All right? All right. Now, Mitt Romney and Tulsi Gabbard. Okay, so here is what Tulsi said. You know, she she has serious concerns about the bioweapons labs in Ukraine. So I think... You deserve to hear what she said that prompted Mitt Romney to say that she is a traitor, and she's lying. Well, we know she's not lying because she's saying the same thing that Biden's Assistant Secretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Nuland, admitted under oath the other day when being questioned by Marco Rubio and got Rubio all, all flustered. Here's what Tulsi is saying. Here are the undeniable facts. There
1: are 25 to 30 U.S.-funded bio labs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these bio labs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. Ukraine is in an active war zone with widespread bombing, artillery, and shelling, and these facilities, even in the best of circumstances, could easily be compromised and release these deadly pathogens. Now, like COVID, these pathogens know no borders. If they are inadvertently or purposely breached or compromised, they will quickly spread all throughout Europe, the United States, and the rest of the world, causing untold suffering and death. So in order to protect the American people, the people of Europe, the people around the world, these labs need to be shut down immediately. And the pathogens that they hold need to be destroyed. Instead of trying to cover this up, the Biden-Harris administration needs to work with Russia, Ukraine, NATO, the UN to immediately implement a ceasefire for all military action in the vicinity of these labs until they're secured and these pathogens are destroyed. In addition to all this, the U.S. funds around 300 biolabs around the world who are engaging in dangerous research, including gain-of-function, similar to the lab in Wuhan where COVID-19 may have originated from. Now, After realizing how dangerous and vulnerable these labs are, they should have all been shut down two years ago, but they haven't. Now, this is not a partisan political issue. The administration and Congress need to act now for the health and well-being of every American and
0: every person on this planet. Okay. What is she saying that Biden's Assistant Secretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Nuland, didn't already admit under oath the other day? Well, give him some detail. Give him some context. But I think I think everybody, anybody who's paying attention, knows that she is telling the truth. Maybe that's what's bothering Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney came out yesterday afternoon on Twitter and said Tulsi G- Gabbard is parroting false Russian propaganda. Her treasonous lies may well cost lives. We'll see. If somebody's found guilty of treason, they can be given the death sentence. Death penalty. You know what I'm saying? Tulsi Gabbard responded to Mitt Romney first thing this morning. By the way, did you know Mitt is not his real name? His real name's Willard. Mitt's the nickname. She said, Mitt Romney, you have called me a treasonous liar for stating the fact that there are over 25 U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine, which, if breached, would release and spread deathly pathogens to the U.S. and the world, and therefore must be secured in order to prevent new pandemics. Bizarrely, You claim that securing these labs, or even calling for securing these labs, is treasonous and will lead to a loss of life, when the exact opposite is obviously true. The spread of pathogens is what will cause the loss of life, not the prevention of such spread. Senator Romney, please provide evidence that what I said is untrue and treasonous. If you cannot, you should do the honorable thing, apologize, and resign from the United States Senate. Evidence of the existence of such biolabs, their vulnerability, and thus the need to take immediate action to secure them is beyond dispute. Number one, State Department's Victoria Newland acknowledged such labs containing dangerous pathogens exist in Ukraine in her testimony to the United States Senate on March 8th, 2022. She said, and I quote, Ukraine has biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are quite concerned that Russian troops may be seeking to gain control of. We are working with Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of Russian forces should they approach, unquote. Number two, Pentagon fact sheet, March 11th, 2022, has numerous statements Directly and indirectly confirming the existence of such biolabs. Quote, the United States, through BTRP, has invested approximately $200 million in Ukraine since 2005, supporting 46 Ukrainian laboratories, health facilities, and diagnostic sites, unquote. Number three, CBS face the nation March 13th, 2022. Correspondent David Martin said a Pentagon official told him they are concerned about the existence of such bio labs in Ukraine. Quote, the concern is that Russians will seize one of these biomedical research facilities that Ukraine has where they do research on deadly pathogens like botulism and anthrax, seize one of those facilities, weaponize the pathogen, and then blame it on Ukraine and the U.S. because the U.S., has been providing support for some of the research being done in these facilities, unquote. Number four, in April 2020, in refuting Russia's accusation that U.S. is using biolabs in Ukraine to develop biological weapons, U.S. Embassy in Ukraine acknowledged there are U.S.-funded labs in Ukraine working with pathogens for vaccine and other peaceful purposes. Number five, CNN fact check, March 10th, 2022, quote, there are U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine, that much is true, unquote. Number six, furthermore, according to the DOD, there are two biolabs in Ukraine that have been under Russian control for some time, quote, Russia illegally took possession of two Ukrainian-owned laboratories of btrp upgraded in 2014 and continue to deny ukrainian access to these facilities unquote so senator romney you have a choice out of pride continue to deny the truth or admit you are wrong apologize and resign aloha and remember that without the truth we can be neither safe nor free i certainly don't think that Mitt romney is concerned about the truth I don't think that at all. You know what just happened? I am so embarrassed. I um, I paused the television earlier when I was eating breakfast, forgot to unpause, it, forgot to turn the volume down, and now it's turned back on with a vengeance. I don't know if you can hear it, but I can hear it. It's driving me crazy. Let me go turn the volume down on the television. Sorry about that. Be right back. Oh, my. That is so embarrassing. So embarrassing. My profuse apologies. Now, clearly Mitt Romney is lying. Clearly Tulsi Gabbard is telling the truth. Clearly, Mitt Romney should apologize and resign from the United States Senate, but he has no honor. He has no honor. He's not concerned about the truth. He was pro-abortion for many years and realized, well, gee, I've got to run for president as a uh, Republican. I've got to say I'm pro-life. There's no reason to believe he ever uh, changed his tune, actually changed where he stood. No reason to believe that. Now, speaking of Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Sister Toldja over at Red State has an interesting article Entitled, Tulsi Gabbard shares interesting theory on why White House sent Kamala Harris on overseas tour. Any day Democrat Tulsi Gabbard takes aim at Vice President Kamala Harris and calls out the gross ineptitude she frequently displays. On a world stage is a good day, and this past week was no exception. The former Hawaii Congresswoman has long been a critic of Kamala Harris. Something the entire country found out during the 2019 2020 Democrat presidential primary campaign season, which saw Gabbard effectively kneecap Kamala Harris' presidential hopes during a televised July 19 presidential debate, where she detailed then Senator Harris's deeply troubling prosecutorial record as California State Attorney General. Yeah, she would keep guys in, in, in prison who had been, uh, you know, their convictions had been overturned. She did all kind of crazy stuff. Um, she prosecuted single mothers for the truancy of their children that they had no control over. Anyway, Kamala Harris's campaign never recovered. And between that embarrassing moment, and her failure to connect with key voting blocks in her own party, Harris dropped out of the presidential race a few months later before the first primary vote was cast. Now, during an appearance this past Thursday on Sean Hannity's TV show on Fox News, Tulsi Gabbard was asked about Kamala Harris' latest foray into international diplomacy, something Harris has shown herself not to be good at from the time Dementia Joe Biden appointed her in March 2021 to be his point person on the root causes of the southern border crisis, to now, as she continues to cackle her way through appearances with world leaders in countries like Poland and Romania. After calling Harris's public appearance in Europe embarrassing Hannity asked Tulsi Gabbard to grade the vice president's performance. She did not hold back, and during her comments, she shared an interesting theory on the real reason she thinks the Biden White House sent her overseas. Gabbard began saying, Is there anything worse than F on the grading scale? Sean, this would be humorous if it weren't so dangerous. We have this person who is just a heartbeat away from the presidency. We look back, we know she was anointed by the mainstream media. She was appointed by the Clinton machine for two very simple reasons. Number one is identity politics. She had the right skin color and the right gender. And number two, she had proven herself to be loyal to the power elite in Washington, the warmongers, the Clinton machine. And as a result, we are seeing now they send her to Poland. Revealing the fact that they're not actually serious about solving this tragedy, this problem. Tulsi Gabbard also talked about Kamala Harris' failures on resolving the border crisis. "Quote: We've seen how they are not serious about solving illegal immigration at our border because they put her in charge of solving that problem. It just proves this is all about it's all about politics, Sean." It's all about the Kamala Harris show, getting her out there, giving her the opportunity to get some photo ops with our troops, with refugees, things that can bolster her eventual run for the presidency, which is so sad because really this shows that the suffering of the Ukrainian people really are just their actors in the Kamala Harris show, unquote. Sister you, Red State says, I got to think there's some merit here to Gabbard's argument for the White House sending Harris on these trips and giving her these assignments purely from a photo op future ambition standpoint because Harris has no foreign policy expertise to speak of, no experience in that realm, not to mention the fact she has a lot of trouble coming across as an authentic 2nd in command who's genuinely interested in resolving the issues she's been given the task to handle. So what are the reasons Will they send her absent that skill set Photo ops are making her appear more presidential than she actually is are the only answers that make sense. Sister Tolger says, as my colleague Jennifer Oliver O'Connell observed in a prior post on Kamala Harris, this is what happens when one puts gender identity politics and earning woke cre- credentials ahead of picking a person based on their actual qualifications for the job. Sadly, the United States of America is not the only country paying the price for the first of one of many mistakes. Joe Biden would make on his way to being sworn into office. Unfortunately, it won't be the last one either. All right, now, there's a problem. There's a problem here. Because Tulsi Gabbard is knocking it out of the park. And um, I've seen comments from so-called conservatives on social media saying, yeah, I hope she runs for president. Ooh. Be careful what you wish for. There's a problem with that. Because simply getting excited and enthused because somebody says or does the right thing because somebody agrees with you on one particular issue does not mean that person would be good for our country when you look at the rest of the issues. And we've got to talk about that with with Tulsi Gabbard here in a second because a lot of conservatives really like her. They've seen her on with Tucker Carlson. They've seen her on with Sean Hannity, and they really like her. She comes across well. Um, she's more attractive and appealing than any female Democrat candidate I can think of, any female Democrat member, you know, elected politician I can think of. And she'll come on Tucker Carlson's show on Fox or Sean Hannity's show on Fox when she has something to say that they agree with and the conservative audience finds palatable. But you need to know what else she stands for. And we'll we'll get to that in a second. That's that's coming up. All right, thank you. God for our advertisers. We really, really appreciate you guys. Views and opinions expressed in the Doc Washer show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but uh, we love them and they love us, so, so that's a good thing, right? So here's the deal. If you tried to buy a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including the freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. Now, you can buy online, and they will drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website that puts you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire process of purchasing a vehicle online. But don't worry. Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button on it that says, Explore Payment Options. Now, when you click that button, it guides you through a few easy questions that then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can determine what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent, so if you want to buy a car, truck, van or SUV, order online – From the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door, no matter where you live in the continental United States, RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. Okay. Time to push back against the overreach of a tyrannical federal government. Speaking of which, are you like most Americans? Did Obamacare, the so-called Affordable Care Act, make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high co-pays keep you from going to the doctor? Now, if you answered yes to any of these questions, boy, do I have the website for you. MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. That's right. When you click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, First thing you see is these big, bold letters affordable plans. Save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no copays. Doesn't that sound fantastic? All you have to do is click on the big, beautiful red button that says Schedule Call Now. By doing that, you get to book a free consultation with my friend, Art Wilborn and art will make sure there are no gaps in your coverage he'll make sure that your personalized health coverage doesn't force you to cover awful things like abortion which would violate your deeply held religious beliefs once again website is myfamilyhealthplan.com for affordable plans save 30 to 50 pardon me save 30 to 50% on premiums personalized health coverage low to no deductible no copays click the big red button that says schedule call now you book a free consultation with Art Wilborn, and you save money on your insurance while he makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage. MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. All right. Now, Tulsi Gabbard knocking it out of the park, doing a great job. People getting excited about Tulsi Gabbard. Okay, wait. Wait a minute. Hold up some things you need to know. So, this is from Politico magazine. They had articles on each of the candidates so you could know exactly where they stood on a whole range of issues. Okay? So, Tulsi Gabbard supported Bernie Sanders for president in 2016. Um, she She wants to abolish capital punishment. She wants to end the cash bail system. In other words, people shouldn't have to put up money to bail out of jail. She wants to get rid of mandatory minimum sentences, private prisons. She wants to raise the federal minimum wage, $15 an hour. Uh, she supports broad paid family and medical leave plans up to 12 weeks. Who's going to pay for that? She says she wants to study reparations. Well, you know what that means. She's for it. She says college should be free. Who's going to pay for that? Um she supports closing down existing nuclear power reactors, supports a ban on assault weapons. Um she wants uh few limits if any on abortion. Okay? She wants citizenship for dreamers and executive actions to help them legalize in the meantime. Wants to legalize all marijuana for whatever reason, slash the defense budget. Do you see where I'm going with this? She is a pro-abortion, anti-Second Amendment liberal Democrat but because every once in a while, she says or does the right thing, conservatives get all excited about her. And, and it's so sad. It's so sad. So many people just act like sheep. Oh, Tulsa Gabber for president. Oh, really? I thought you were pro-life. Well, yeah, I am. I thought you were pro-Second Amendment. Oh, well, yeah, I am. So, why are you supporting this politician who's pro abortion and against your right to keep and bear arms? What? How can that be? Because she just said something good over here about this. I'm trying to help. Honest. I'm trying to help. But some folk don't make it easy. Know what I'm saying? Some folk don't make it easy. Okay, now, she alluded to um, CBS News' David Martin on Face the Nation yesterday, national security correspondent. Let's just hear exactly what he did say. Russia, though,
1: is willing to use... Munitions that have been banned under international law. We know that. We heard President Biden warn about chemical weapons use. Are we seeing movement of those kind of weapons into Ukraine?
2: A Pentagon official.
0: Wait. We know something that Russia is willing to do because of something Dementia Joe said and we just take his word for it? Is that what this idiot on CBS Face the Nation is saying? What's her name? Martha something? Russia, though,
1: is willing to use munitions that have been banned under international law. We know that. We heard President Biden warn about chemical weapons.
0: Wow, man. You're going to take Joe Biden's word for something? We know it because Biden said it. Has Biden ever lied about anything? Good. Grief. Margaret Brennan, is that her name? I don't know. It looks like somebody filling in for her. Well, we know it because Biden said it. Yeah, Biden also said he won the election. I know that's not true. Wow, man. These people are so deeply inside their bubble. Whether it's this woman on Face the Nation or Willard Mittens Romney. You know, I have almost come to the conclusion they may be impervious to external stimuli. Here's more. Are we seeing
1: movement of those kind of weapons into Ukraine?
2: A Pentagon official I talked to this morning said there is no movement of chemical weapons into ukraine at least they're not seeing the the signs of it the concern is that the russians will seize one of these um, biomedical research facilities that ukraine has where they do research on deadly pathogens like um, botulism and and anthrax see
0: wait mitt romney said that's treasonous to uh, suggest that here's david martin cbs news saying well of course we all know
2: one of those facilities, weaponize the pathogen, and then blame it on Ukraine and the U.S. because the U.S. has been providing support for some of the research being done in those facilities. But uh, it appears the Ukrainians have gotten most of those pathogens destroyed.
0: Wait, we've been providing financial support for that? Isn't that something else Mitt Romney would say would be a treasonous lie that would get people killed? Man, oh, man, I hope nobody tells Willard what uh, David Martin said on uh, Face of the Nation yesterday. I mean, he uh, he might have a conniption fit. Mitt Romney. Didn't he uh, vote for impeachment for one of the articles of impeachment against Trump? He's a bad guy. Maria Bartiromo talking about Ukraine on uh, Sunday Morning Futures on Fox yesterday. Let's check this out.
3: And the javelins that uh, the U.S. has sent to support Ukraine, people do not have answers for that. It seems that there is a predetermined outcome here in place. And that is a slow death for Ukraine and President Zelensky as the Russian forces continue to inch closer with all of these uh, other fatalities that we're talking about. And some people have told me over the weekend that they feel that at the end of the day, this administration does not see Putin as the enemy. They see him as a partner on many issues. They see him as a partner on climate change. They see him as a partner on, on the Iran deal. When is this administration going to get serious in telling Vladimir Putin, we are done with partnerships? That means no Iran deal, walk away, no more renegotiating on America's behalf, no more products from Russia, a, a, truly a pariah. For the world. But we're not there yet. And I don't know how many more deaths we are going to be talking about until we get there. But it seems that right now the outcome is pretty clear with Russian forces getting closer and closer to the capital and, and, and these provocative moves, uh, right near the Poland border and near U.S. military installations. That's what I've got in, for, in terms of the
0: I hate it when they cut them off in mid-sentence, but um, the great Mark Hemingway. And the
3: javelins. That, no, no, stop. Closer. No, with stop. All of stop. These.
0: We already did that. The great Mark Hemingway, senior writer at Real Clear Investigations, responds to Maria Bartiromo saying, the Biden administration is literally working with Russians at this moment trying to resurrect the Iran deal. Clearly, they see Vladimir Putin as a partner in some respects. No question. No question. Now, one of the things we try to do here on the Doc Washburn show is to um, talk about the bigger picture. Some of the stuff that... uh, I know that if we don't talk about people will eventually say, Doc, why didn't you warn us? Why didn't you tell us? On a number of occasions, I have told you what the World Economic Forum said in the fall of 2020, which is by the year 2030, you won't own anything, uh, you won't have any freedom but... You'll be so much happier. A guy named Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum, and he sounds like uh, sounds like an old line Nazi. Klaus Schwab has a guy working for him. named Yuval Noah Harari. And Mr. Harari recently spoke about artificial intelligence sensors, recently spoke about hacking humans and the concept of free will that I don't think he's very fond of. Check it out. I got it. Here it is. Very soon people will walk around
4: with biometric sensors on or even inside their body. I
0: don't know if you can understand because the acoustics are bad and he has a thick accent. So I'll uh, read you the closed captioning. Very soon people will walk around with biometric sensors on or even inside their bodies.
4: And will allow uh, Google or Facebook or the
0: Chinese government or whatever. And will allow Google, Facebook, the Chinese government, or whomever... Ever ...to constantly monitor what's happening inside... ...to constantly monitor what's happening inside my body. My body. ...the whole idea that humans have, you know, this... ...they, they have this soul or spirit and the. ...the whole idea that humans have this soul or spirit... ...have free will... ...and, and they have free will... ...nobody knows what's happening inside mm-hmm. me... So and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election... or So whatever I choose, whether in the election... Whether in the supermarket, this is... Or whether in the supermarket, this my is... My free will, that's over. This is my free will. Over. We ha- he says that's over. That's over. He says free will is over. We have the technology to hack human beings on a- He says we have the technology to hack human beings... Massive scale... New- On a massive scale. New
4: surveillance technologies that are now deployed.
0: He says new surveillance technologies that are now deployed. Just to deal with this coronavirus. uh, Just to deal with this coronavirus
4: outbreak. When it's
0: over, some governments may say, yes, but there is a second wave of. Some governments may say when it's over, yes, but there's a second wave. Corona coming, so we have to be prepared. So we have to be prepared, for the second wave, the corona coming. And there is Ebola, and there is also regular flu. And there's Ebola, and there's also regular flu. Why not protect people against that too? With this Why not protect people against that too? Guy sounds like a Nazi. This new surveillance system. So the tendency would be... New surveillance system. So the tendency would be... To prolong it uh, indefinitely... To prolong it indefinitely.
4: Also, it's the moment when surveillance goes really under
0: the skin. When surveillance goes really under the skin.
4: Governments are now not, not just interested in where we go and who we meet, but even in what's happening inside our bodies.
0: Governments now are interested in, not only in where we go or who we meet, but what's happening inside our bodies. World Economic Forum member Yuval Noah Harari on artificial intelligence sensors, hacking humans, and free will. I just don't want you to ever say, why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you warn us? So that's what I'm talking about here. There no, some people no, 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 don't start Mr. it again. That's what I'm trying to warn you. I'm trying to tell you. Um, Interesting. So, over on the war room pandemic, Steve Bannon's outlet on Real America's Voice Breaking news, excess mortality rate of ages 25 to 44 experienced an 84% increase. in Excess mortality, the worst ever in history. 61,000 excess deaths between 25 and 44 years old, more than the Vietnam War. The government, through mandates, have killed people. Let's check and see what they're saying here.
5: This is the CDC's own data.
0: This guy named Edward David. He is um, um, equity investment executive, former BlackRock portfolio. That they aggregate and into um,
5: all ages. Uh, the bottom line is my uh, insurance industry expert, former sell-side Wall Street analyst, went into the CDC data. We were looking for other things, but what we found was pretty shocking. He took the data, and it, it took some time and effort. He did a lot of work. He broke it down by age, and he created baselines for each age group. To come up with excess mortality. And the money chart is really chart four, which shows that the millennial age group 25 to 44 experienced an 84% increase in excess mortality into the fall. It's the um, worst ever excess mortality, I think, in the history. Um, just to give you an idea, when you look at chart four, you see when mandates and boosters hit the acceleration into the fall. And then um, it reaccelerated into uh, the end of the year. The drop off in that data you see there is reporting issues. It takes time for millennial age uh, deaths to be reported because they're usually not hospital deaths. So um, that data is going to be updated and probably shows a continued uh, disturbing trend. So just to put some numbers on this, um, in the fall, uh, starting in the summer into the fall with the mandates and the boosters. Um, there were 61,000 excess millennial deaths. Basically, millennials experienced a Vietnam War in, in the second half of 2021. Okay? 58,000 people died in the Vietnam War, uh, U.S. Uh, troops. So this generation just experienced a Vietnam War. And I think this is the smoking gun that the vaccines are causing excess mortality in all age groups and uh, it's no coincidence that uh, Michelle Walensky refuses to answer Senator Ron Johnson's letters. They're hiding. Fauci's gone. She's gone. They're hiding. So I'm going to put a a word out there, uh, and it's it's a word that's old, but it needs to be reintroduced in the conversation. This is what we call democide, death by government. So the government, through the mandates, has killed people.
0: All right, that's Edward Dowd, the um – an equity investment executive, former um, BlackRock manager. Over on uh, Steve Bannon's War Room Pandemic video podcast. Um, Then we have uh, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. Now, he's one of these guys who has uh, been warning. He's one of the frontline doctors, been warning about the vaccines for quite some time. And let's see what Dr. Zelenko has to say here. Oh, yes. Urgent, important news. There are three levels of death we need to look at. Blood clots, heart attacks, stroke. This is the vice recommendations of a government that wants you to die. Yes, our governments are corrupt. This is so hard to believe a group of people are willing to destroy. Here he is, Dr. Zelenko, talking about that. And let's talk about safety. this is the real issue.
6: There are three levels of uh, safety or death that we need to look at. One is acute, one is subacute, and long-term. Acute, I'll define from the moment of injection till three months. The number one risk of the shot is blood clots, just like Dr. Yudin said, according to the Salk Institute. Uh, by the way, everything I'm saying, I will defend with documentation. Uh, and please don't take my word for it. You should do your do diligence, And I can, pro- I can provide to you uh, proof for everything that I'm saying. According to the Salk Institute, um, when a person gets an injection of, of these vaccines, quote-unquote, the body becomes spike-reducing fat rate, making trillions of spikes which migrate to the endothelium which is the inner lining of your blood vessels and is basically little thorns on the inside of your vasculature as the blood cells flow through it they get damaged they cause blood clots if that happens in the heart it's a heart attack if that happens in the brain that's a stroke so the cdc is not an authority to me you know according to the nih right now you're not supposed to treat COVID unless you're in the hospital and your oxygen is less than 92%. Now, this is a uh, advice and recommendations of, of a government that wants you to die. After 18 months and dozens of studies that have shown an 85% on average benefit of healing, avoiding hospitalization and death, and you have a government agency still making that recommendation, They've completely lost all credibility. Yes, our governments are corrupt. Yes, our governments have conspired. Now, no one's saying I'm a conspiracy theorist. People are saying it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy to commit genocide. It's so hard for Jewish people to believe that there could be a group of people willing to destroy
0: So what do you think? I mean, why should it be so hard for Jewish people or any other people to believe that there's a group of people willing to destroy? Um, By the way, by the way, It's not going away. People are going to need to be held accountable, you know. Starting with Fauci and Burks and the uh, drug companies. People are going to need to be accountable, held accountable. Now he, he was talking about the uh, the blood clots, right? Jenna Ellis, former attorney for President Trump, has screenshots of a couple of headlines here. She says, but tell me how these constant similar headlines are totally coincidental. LPGA star Nellie Korda reveals blood clot scare. Haley Bieber, I guess that's the woman that married uh, Justin Bieber. Hospitalized with brain issues calls it stroke-like blood clot. I was hanging out with a buddy of mine over the weekend, a Clinton Looper, North Little Rock. And he called the vaccines the clot shot. And I think there was a lot of wisdom in that uh, characterization of the vaccines, as the clot shot. uh, We're in dangerous times. We are in dangerous times. And the great Steve Cortez over at Newsmax, I think put it well when he said, Here's the harsh reality of the American ruling class. They're as dumb as they are corrupt. They're as wrong about every major decision as they are self-aggrandizing. So when people like George Soros, Sean Hannity, Joe Biden, Lindsey Graham, and Michael McFaul all pretend America's national security demands escalation and intervention in Ukraine, pay attention and get skeptical fast. When organizations like MSNBC, Stanford, the World Economic Forum and defense contractors all relay breathless warnings about Putin marching to Paris and beyond. Tune out their cacophony of crazy. Makes sense now. Makes sense. So much stuff coming out of Ukraine turns out to not be true later. You know what I'm saying? And we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. And I've got an update for you. Again, it's horrible that anyone loses their life over there. And We need to pray for the people of Ukraine and pray for the people of Russia. We've had so many wars for so many years of so many people being killed. Why is this the one they insist we care about? Does it have anything to do with family members of the Biden family, the Pelosi family, John Kerry family, and Mitt Romney family getting filthy rich, filthy rich, uh, laundering money? Any connection there whatsoever? I'm just asking. Just a thought. All right. So thankful for our advertisers. They allow us to do what we do here. Including my buddy, Justin Minton. M-I-N-T-O-N. Minton in Benton. Now, Justin is a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer. Founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he's really helped me out on the three automobile accidents that I was in, two in 2019 and one in December 2021. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court... It's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them, no matter what the injury. Justin Minton to make sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. So whether you're in a car wreck, on the job, or you're a loved one suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit JustinMintonLaw.com. Today. All right. Let me ask something. Do you have migraines? You have neck pain? You have back pain? You have vertigo? You have blood sugar issues? You have eczema? Are you ready, willing, and able to get some help? Would you like to get some help? I might be able to give you some good advice here. Let's, let's, let's try something here. Does one of your eyes look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? When you look at a picture of yourself, either solo or with a group, um, do you lean to the left or the right instead of sitting up straight or standing up straight? The answer to any of these questions is yes. You probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines and neck pain. Let me tell you how it works. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which Mm -hmm. only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, circulatory system, reproductive system, digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, blood sugar issues, even eczema. Do yourself a favor. If you're in central Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009 for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted. Or if you're outside central Arkansas and you're thinking, boy, I sure could use a free consultation like that. Maybe they can help me. Go to the website TurnMyPowerOn.com and click on the button that says Find a Doctor Near You. Okay? TurnMyPowerOn.com. Click on the button that says Find a Doctor Near You. And, of course, you'll be glad you did. Now, in each podcast, there comes a time in which I recount the immortal words. Hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Don Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com, Red River Your Way, big old car dealership in the middle of the United States that believes in freedom, including the freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice, the way you like it online, have it delivered to your front door anywhere, anywhere in the continental United States. RedRiverYourWay.com bringing you today's tweet of the day. Now, this is one of those two-parters. This is one of those two-parters. So here is the setup for the tweet of the day. Invest- investigative reporter Catherine Herridge over CBS. Hashtag UkraineRussia. She's got a video of US journalist Juan Arredondo describing the moment he and Brent Renaud New York Times reporter who was killed over there. Describing the moment they came under at attack by Russian forces at a checkpoint in Irpin, Ukraine on Sunday, Renaud was shot and killed. Okay, so here's here is the video that Catherine Herridge, CBS News, is linking to. Tell me, tell me
6: please, what is your name?
1: Quine. 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 Where are you, you know,
2: from? Uh, the U.S. Yes.
3: What happened to
1: you? Uh, we, were, we crossed one the first bridge in Nirping. We are going to film other refugees leaving. Uh-huh. And we got into a car. Somebody offered to take us to the other bridge. And we crossed a checkpoint, and they started shooting at us. Um, so the driver turned around, and they kept shooting is two of us. My friend is friend Renault and he's been shot and left behind. And how is he? I don't know. You I don't know. know. You don't know what happened to uh, him? He was, I, I saw him being shot in the neck but, and we got split
0: and I got pulled into the... Uh, and
6: who brought you here? Uh, an ambulance. I don't know.
0: Okay, so again.
6: Tell me, no, tell no, me no, no, stop.
0: Again, Catherine Herridge says, U.S. journalist Juan Aradondo disguised the moment he and Brent Renault came under attack by Russian forces at a checkpoint in Irpin, Ukraine, on Sunday. Renault was shot and killed. Now, the tweet of the day is the great Hans Monkey over at theepictimes.com Asking Catherine Herridge of CBS News, where exactly does he say Russian forces, Catherine? Because he doesn't. He doesn't. War propaganda is strong in this war and it only goes in one direction. It turns out they were at a Ukrainian checkpoint, not a Russian checkpoint. Know what I'm saying? So... I mean, but it seems like the whole of American media, and not just the uh, the mainstream libs, not just the mainstream libs, but even uh, Fox News twenty four seven, except for Tucker, are all about one. Narrative. Putin's crazy. He wants to blow up the world. And uh, Zelensky, Ukraine, is a great hero. And if you question anything, they say, oh, well, you're retailing Russian propaganda. Oh, you must be a big fan of Putin. You're not allowed to look at it and go, okay, wait a minute. What's going on here? Now, um, on the Hill.com's Rising Today, independent journalist Glenn Greenwald and others discussed the sudden ban on what the Western media has been warning of for a decade, the power of neo-Nazi militias in Ukraine, and why it matters, not obviously because it provides justification for the invasion, but informs U.S. policy. So what's up with that? Did you know there... Neo-Nazi militias that have been operating in Ukraine for a number of years? Uh, well, that's weird because they said Putin was worse than Hitler. And again, Putin's a monster. He's had political opponents killed, murdered, you know. I don't deny that, but sometimes the picture is a little bit more complex. Here we go.
5: Well, re- uh, with respect to like the Nazi question, and all of a sudden it's just a totally different narrative you hear from the mainstream media.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, it is definitely the case that it's wrong to claim that the majority of Ukrainians or the majority of the Ukrainian government is composed of neo-Nazis. But you can go back for the last decade and see the most mainstream news outlets in the last warning that neo-Nazi militias and ultra-nationalist groups with ties to notorious World War II Nazi sympathizers, they have pictures of them on the wall, they declare them national heroes are a serious force inside Ukraine. And obviously in in war, even though they're not the majority or anything close, it's just like what we saw in Syria. You know, the Syria revolution against Assad began with ordinary Syrians fighting back and going into the streets. But when the war really got, you know, intense... It was the most extremist fighters, Al-Qaeda and ISIS and the like, that took center stage and stepped up and and did most of the fighting. And the arms that we sent to Syria ended up in the hands of ISIS and Al-Qaeda. It stands to reason... That a lot of the arms, at least if not most of them, that we're flooding Ukraine with are going to end up in the hands of these most extremist forces that happen to be neo-Nazis. You know, this the most amazing thing is there's this reporter from the quote-unquote Kiev Independent, which is funded by various Western interests, Ilya uh Ponomarenko, who's become, you know, probably the most celebrated Western celebrity when it comes to Ukraine. And you can go onto his Twitter feed, it's still there, where he proclaims his affinity and 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 loyalty to the azov battalion calling them his brothers in arms and no one wants to hear that so much of these neo-nazi factions inside ukraine though a minority are still forming a lot of the messaging coming out of ukraine and more importantly are a major part of the fighting force in ukraine that we're arming and funding supporting and celebrating
5: Yeah, and from what I understand, they're also hiding amongst the civilians, fighting amongst the civilians, making things much more difficult for civilians in Ukraine. Um, There's been a lot of video of them, of of civilians confronting them, saying, why are you setting up here? Go, You're, you're making it dangerous for us because then they target you.
0: Just a thought. Just a thought. Now, I don't know if you've heard, on an unrelated note, CEO of Pfizer now saying, yep, going to have to have a fourth booster. Yep, going to have to have a fourth shot. Dr. Peter McCullough linking to the news from Friday, the Pfizer documents that a federal judge forced them to release 158,000 adverse events, 42,000 case reports. Over 1,200 fatalities in the first three months of the the trials for Pfizer vaccine. And Dr. McCullough says instead of promoting a fourth booster dose, he should explain the safety disaster in the first 90 days and why the product was not pulled off the market to figure out why it was so dangerous. Expect Pfizer and the government agencies to cast blame at one another for not stopping it. And then there's this nine more US soldiers all in their 20s and 30s who recently died at Fort Bragg from undetermined causes or after being discovered unresponsive in their bunks. How can the US Army not know what is killing these soldiers? No comment from Fort Bragg. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad I refused to take the vaccine. I'm glad Cumulus fired me. God works all things together for them that love him and are called according to his purposes. There's no way in the world I could be running for governor of Arkansas, something I never even considered until February 6th of this year if I was still on the radio every day. I mean, half the time I'm out campaigning, so we can't do the the live stream slash podcast on time, but we get it eventually. So, April 19th of last year, Biden and Obama urged Americans to get vaccinated in the star studded TV special. Now, former President Barack Obama fully vaccinated and boosted test positive for COVID 19. And he's still urging you to get vaccinated. And still so thankful that he did. You know what I'm saying? So let me, uh, let me give you one more before I go here. The great Matt Walsh. The great Matt Walsh reminds us about Harvey Marcelin, a serial killer in New York, murdered a woman in the 1960s, was released from prison and then murdered another woman, was released again and murder murdered a third woman this past week and left her dismembered body parts all over town. Matt Walsh says our justice system is broken to make matters worse. This lunatic now identifies as a woman, so all of the media reports are respecting the pronouns and referring to Harvey Marslin as a woman. Marslin, a serial killer of women, will now presumably be sent to a women's prison. If this guy murdered somebody in the 1960s and just recently murdered somebody else? How old is he? Take a look at Wikipedia here. Harvey Marsland is an American octogenarian serial killer from Brooklyn, New York City. So he's in his 80s. In the past, Marceline was convicted for two murders and has spent more than 50 years in state prison. Oh, she was first committed, convicted. Oh, oh, Wikipedia has to act like this guy is a woman. No, no. He was first convicted for shooting and killing Jacqueline Bonds, his living girlfriend, in the year 1963. Again, in 1985, he was convicted for a similar type of killing of his then-living girlfriend. His recent victim, 68-year-old Susan Layden, was killed and dismembered dismembered by Marshland in his Brooklyn apartment. Harvey Marshland's a guy, man. But they lie. They lie. You know, there's there's, there's this guy who's a swimmer, calls himself Leah Thomas now. I don't know what his original name was. Leah Thomas. He's a swimmer, and he uh, beats all the girls on the uh, the college team. Leah Catherine Thomas. What, uh, what does Mama call him? I don't know, but see, here's the deal. Um, it, it came out, UK Daily Mail, a couple of months ago that actual women on the swimming team were complaining because... This guy's still a guy. He takes his clothes off. That's a guy. You catch my drift. Got the male parts. And he doesn't make any uh, attempt to cover himself up in front of his uh, female team members on the swimming team. And they are complaining about it. UK Daily Mail. But you turn on Fox News and Bill Hemmer calls, calls him a, a woman. Calls him she. See, when I see journalists... Call a man a woman, and I think. Well, you're not a real journalist. You're just, you're just down with the propaganda. You're woke. You're totally hip, tragically hip. It's ridiculous. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that. Anyway, so much more to be said, but we got to run. You've been listening to episode 107 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof of a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, seventh floor of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier Tenth. And that's the way it is, Monday, March 14th, 2022.